Radio Free Topeg. Time of the coronavirus. I'm Donovan. I'm Arthur. And I got a uh, special guest. <laughs> <laughs> Professionally introed Savannah White with us uh, for a retake uh, episode because we had some technical issues. Uh, but we're back stronger than ever. How's it going, Savvy? You know, it's going so good, and I feel good about this one, boys. I really do. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling powered up again. I, too, am feeling powered up. Let's fucking, fucking go. Let's just fucking go, guys. Let's get please into stay. it, please. I want to dive in to all these uh, cabin-fevered questions. Yeah, we were, we were saying before this... I think this is going to start giving uh, a lot of interesting, like new genre of questions is going to be the issues that come up in relationships, you know, with people getting cabin fever stuck together, uh, or maybe they can't see each other because they're in different places. Uh, Savannah, I know you were talking beforehand about uh, uh, about Tinder kind of seeing a resurgence with people just kind of wanting to chat, even though they can't uh, can't necessarily see each other. Where do you stand on that? <laughs> okay, yeah, so let me let me get right into this because I have some things to say. Um, so I'm on Hinge because I want attention um, and I'm bored. And I think <laughs> that has to be, I mean, someone out there must relate to that, I would hope. I'm pretty me. sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so, you get, so you get people that are friendly, like, they know they just want to chat and they know they can't meet up. And then you have people in denial being like, we should hang out tomorrow. And I'm like, I don't, do you read the news? Do you have a phone? <laughs> Cause I'm not going to do, I look, I don't know how like bomb that dick is, but I'm not going to risk my life for it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you get what's going on. And then you have the people, you have the men that have gone completely feral over the past couple of weeks <laughs> because okay let me tell you they're doing this thing i just learned what it was the hard way and they're calling it quarantine and chill um and it's just uh, as bad as it sounds um uh, <laughs> and so i'm messaging this guy and literally t- total two messages it's like quarantine and chill and i'm like what's that and he goes truth or dare and i'm like oh no oh no okay. <laughs> i'm like let's see where this goes Sure. And I was like, okay, truth. And he goes, when was the last time you came? <laughs> All right. And, like immediate, like that was the second thing he said to me. And like, but you know what was worse though? Was that um, he followed it up with the little blushing smiley emoji. Oh, great. Oh. It made it so much worse. And I was just like. Uh, I'm done for the day. I closed the app and I was like, I guess I'm cool with not talking to anybody for the next 48 hours. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 uh, yeah. a lot of red flags. A I lot. love the uh, uh, it's a little it's a little old school. It sounds like something from like an 1800s guide for like courtship, like Mrs. McGillicuddy's, He's got you know, his like how to find how to tell and... a good a good gentleman. Yeah. And definitely, you know, they always give the recommendations for for how to, you know, start a start some chats with a, a lass that you that you fancy. 
And uh, a young yeah, a- asking the last time you came, that's just that's your standard getting to know each other question. So right. Absolutely. we don't have time to waste. It. We could all be dead in a week. We don't know. So I guess he just wanted <laughs> to get right to the point. Uh, you should have said you should have you should have said, hold on a second. Just now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what that's the thing is, I think that it like that's what he wanted. He was just like he wanted me to be like, hmm, I'm about to right now. Like, right, and right I can't stress enough that this was literally photograph. the second message he sent me. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking wild. Absolutely. So I know I'm not alone in this. I feel like this would be, if you have any question box stuff regarding uh, a quarantine relationship that blossomed over uh, social media or like a dating app, I feel like that would be uh, something you guys should share, listeners. Uh, oh, yeah. Or some heinous messages that you may yeah. have received, because it's definitely an interesting phenomenon. The the feral horny dude. It's on, really uh, on Tinder. <laughs> it is good though that 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 gives such a clear, you know, black and white or what, what red and white. It's such a clear <laughs> red flag if somebody's like, "Hey, you trying to meet up?" You're like, "Oh Jesus, okay." <laughs> oh, you're stupid. I'm like. This man's gonna murder me, or I don't know. Maybe he thinks this pussy bomb, and he's willing to risk it all. You know? Oh, that's that's true too. It's it's a it's a little flattering that that man's is willing to risk you know the fate of humanity for for the coochie. Yeah. Or he has yeah. no idea, and we should do the telethon to raise awareness of coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Raise yeah, awareness folks, via sexting. <laughs> a little thing called COVID nineteen going on. Uh, we'll we'll do maybe a thirty minute intro here, just explaining the ends and outs of that. <laughs> I can't, of course, the uh, because <laughs> although although I'm a medical expert, these two aren't. Uh, but we're all relationship <laughs> experts. Yeah. Uh, so let's I'm go not. ahead and tackle tackle the problem that. Uh, sure, sure you are. <laughs> Oh, I believe in you. I hereby dub you. I don't you. know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two and a half relationship experts coming <laughs> at you. Here's here's your first here's your first uh, here's your first quarantine question. I'll give it That's two and a quarter. Good, good, good alliteration to it. OK. Boyfriend demands more BJ's. I suck my boyfriend off before sex a lot. But he complains that they aren't real BJs. I hate BJs. They make my throat hurt and don't turn me on. I've made my boyfriend aware of that. But let it be said, it does turn me on to know that he is receiving pleasure and there are times that I want to give it just for him. But he always ruins it. He ruins it because I'll be planning to suck him off to completion that day, and then I'll start complaining about how I never give them to him, and I should. He complains in front of his friends while I'm there. It's very degrading. And when he makes me feel like this, it immediately turns me off, and I don't want to give him anything. I've told him several times how I felt about him demanding it, and especially how disrespectful it felt for him to be demanding it and shit-talking me to his friends like that. He doesn't go down on me and then says supposedly, I'll do it if I ask. (laughs) It's very frustrating because his behavior makes me feel like I can't give him what he wants because then he'll see it as acceptable to demand anything he wants, even if it's something I'm uncomfortable with. Also, I've told him about planning to give him them 
And then his demanding making me not want to. And he's just like, no, you weren't. Don't lie. And I like that that's all lowercase with the, with the letter U. I think <laughs> no, that you aren't. that's exactly lie. how this man's talks. No, you don't lie. Nah, don't lie. <laughs> don't lie. Don't uh, lie. I really don't think I'm in the wrong here. I understand the need for compromise and giving your partner pleasure. I really think I should only be giving it when I want to and I'm comfortable with it, not just because he's demanding it. Am I wrong here? And that was posted by... Ashik Ashik six. Throw your whole boyfriend away. Yeah, throw him away. This man, his he is his bloodline is weak and will be forgotten. He is nothing. He Absolute. is a, he is a speck of dust in he, the <laughs> great cosmic void. I cannot stress enough how you don't owe him shit. And should kick him, kick him to the curb. He's garbage. There they are. That's some horns. What else needs to be said? He's, he's, he Bye. just sounds like a shitter. Like he just sucks. Throw right. him in the it's, trash. It's, I understand. You know, you want to communicate if that if that's something you want. You know, that, that's not a problem to get it across. But if your partner is being very clear with you, with their reasons, you know that it, that it, it's kind of. Uh, you know, it's not great for them. They don't enjoy doing it. Uh, and so it, it, it's not going to be like an all the time thing. Like you're not going to you're not going to win them over by voicing it upon them. Like if, if your girlfriend here doesn't like giving the BJs and you uh, uh, you keep pushing her for it and like making a thing out of it, that's like going to make it way less likely. You know, it is going to happen. Are you going to reach some sort of compromise because nobody likes getting bugged to to suck peen all the fucking time well and he doesn't go down on her i think that's another very critical point yeah yeah that's big (laughs) big it just shows total lack of empathy and uh and care for for his partner here uh no i think actually he uh handled it pretty good when uh she was like hey i have some concerns um you make me feel uncomfortable like i don't know how i i don't know if i want to do this and uh he said um let me see here uh no you weren't don't lie (laughs) (laughs) no you weren't don't lie i think you smoothed it Uh, over pretty good (laughs) um yeah that's that's some sweet talk don't fall for that she even (laughs) she she says that she's like she's thinking about it she's like i okay today i'm going to i'm gonna pick my spot i'm gonna find a time where his hands are not covered in cheeto dust and he is not playing Call of Duty actively, <laughs> and I am going to slip my hand down the front of his pants, unzip his shit, and suck him off to completion. I'm just waiting for my moment. And then he'll be like, Babe, you never give me beegers. And then hey, babe. she's like, babe. Listen, babe. listen, fucker, I was about to until you fucked it up. And he's like, no, you weren't, don't lie. It sucks. <laughs> Like she's even she's putting in so much effort on this. She's thinking about it. She's like spending time like in her her mental powers are focused on the task of the beach and he he blows it. He blows it every time. It's fucking right. unbelievable. Right. And he's and he's uh it just completely completely detached from the situation too. Like, they, they, I don't know, no fucking effort put in and no, no even recognition uh, 
that that this would all be you know a, a problem for her, even though she's clearly fucking laid out that it's it's not something she enjoys doing. When it comes down to it, this dude's just got a really fucking shitty attitude, and he sucks. And uh, instead of giving him a blowjob, you should make him go get a job. <laughs> Ooh, in this economy, <laughs> can't believe it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Blowjobs are the market. And she uh, yeah. she has all the cards, and I think she should just, you know, go, go. I don't know. This probably is very bad advice. Maybe just go go completely off the grid. Just, like, be like, no. Full shutdown. Coochie closed. No. This coochie's closed <laughs> for business. This <laughs> coochie's dis- disappeared. Yeah, in this economy, we should think be thinking uh less about blowjobs and more about the fact that there's no jobs can you say yeah. that line about in, to, instead of giving him a blowjob you tell him to go get a job can you deliver that as hillary clinton please <laughs> um, uh, let's see <laughs> uh, uh instead of giving him blowjobs you should tell him to go get a job Shouts out to my friend Jeffrey Epstein. Okay, that's been my Hillary Clinton impression. Oh, I would like to immediately move on. <laughs> All right, well, I, All right. I don't know. I think we pretty much summed this up. Uh, this dude fucking sucks. You're totally in the right, and I, I don't even think there's any point trying to negotiate anymore. You've done everything you could. Fuck this guy. And uh, Hillary will return in, in a future question. Fan favorite. Uh, Hillary Clinton impression. We'll be back. <laughs> tell tell him that blowjobs are considered non-essential work, and so it's not. Yeah, it's there not we go. That's, That's good. the That's golden good. nugget we have been working towards this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what? What's up? My husband, thirty-four or twenty-eight M, refused to kiss me, thirty-four F, after I ate his ass one month ago. In quotation marks, just to clarify, she didn't literally eat this man's ass. Uh, that's good to that's good to clarify there. That's true. Since we started dating eight years ago, my husband, then BF, has been begging me to eat his ass for years. I've refused to do it. I just didn't feel comfortable with it. Finally, on Valentine's Day, I gave in and did it. Woo! Romance! <laughs> romance isn't dead. Romance is still alive. <laughs> Since then, he refused to make out with me or even kiss me on the lips. It only started after that day. Before all this, he would kiss me before I left for work and randomly make out with me on the couch while watching Netflix. I miss kissing my husband. I miss being able to kiss him. I miss how it feels being loved by him. I feel that my husband finds me gross and isn't interested in me anymore. That was posted by Main Hatter 20. Main Hatter, this this situation is ass. Because yeah. I, I read this the first time and uh, like just reading the title of the question, I thought it was going to be like she had his ass. And during that moment, he wouldn't kiss her. And I was like, OK, like she's going down there. Like, come on, you can you can gamble on that, too. But a fucking a full month afterwards, yeah, he's quarantining your lips because you did the thing he wanted you like I don't that know he this asked is fucking you to do crazy. He begged her to right, 
He begged her to do it. It's what I don't understand about this whole thing is that it was his idea and he begged her to. And then she was like, you know what? It's Valentine's Day. Who needs a box of chocolates when I could eat your ass? <laughs> I could eat your 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 chocolate starfish uh, balloon knot down there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but th- yeah, this makes me wonder if this was like an anxiety that jumped on him after it happened, and he won't talk about it for some reason, or maybe this dude just like fully believes that like eating ass is like this. St- it's the sacred you know, ritual that must happen. And the sacrifice you make for that is never kissing again. <laughs> never. <laughs> you have to make question. Asker has to make him eat her ass. Yeah. then everything's even. And you both got shitty lips and yeah. you know, on his mind, I assume it, what do you think? Do you think that the butt particles are like still lingering? Like, I don't know if this, no. ah, this is just bizarre, man. Yep. Maybe she did it so good that she's just like even nastier than, he thought she was, but like in a good way, and he just doesn't know how to deal with it. Like he he's can't. scared, yeah. He's just he's scared of it. He's intimidated. intimidated by how how freaky in the sheets she is, especially on Valentine's Day. It makes me sad <laughs> that like it's really cute that they would just like make out sometimes while watching Netflix or like kiss. Yeah, now and now it doesn't like, happen. Now it's just completely. I'm I'm still trying to walk my like. Wrap my head around it a little bit. <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely wild. Like this is, and I don't know. There, no comment here. I mean, maybe you have tried to, um, but of like any talk about this, like between you guys, because I'm fucking month in. This is a very sudden change, and for that to go totally unaddressed like that's that's super fucking weird too and i mean maybe you just you've, you've tried to and you didn't put it in here uh but definitely if you haven't fucking come down on this dude and just be like what the what the fuck like what what is the deal here and yeah. uh you know it, 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 you gotta at least open a dialogue about this uh even though you know this dude's clearly in the fucking wrong here yeah uh, yeah put it all on the table it's just and be weird. Like, and also for Also, for my curiosity, I want to know. I want to know why. Rub Nutella on your lips and then say, kiss me, you fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) That's I'm going to say that's the solution. I don't see any other. (laughs) Yeah, then you kind of you're indirectly you're hinting at it. You're letting him know that, you know, why he's not why he's not kissing you. And also you get to, you know, eat some delicious Nutella, even though Ferreira uh, em- employs slave labor in the production of its products. But I that's a story that. for a different day. Oh, oh yeah, no. dude. They're fucking bad. They're fucking bad. They're fucking bad. No more, no more Rochers for me. <laughs> ah, fucking everything, unfortunately. It's all bad, dude. This it's woman engaged bad. in the only ethical consumption under capitalism, and now you won't kiss her? It's fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, dirty capitalist. Bingo, dude. Bingo. This is straight farm to ass, farm to ma- ass, ass to mouth, ass farm to table. To table. Yeah, there's something your, there. <laughs> your husband's a dirty capitalist, and you need to turn him over to the people so he can be dealt with accordingly. Yes, to turn him over to the Minecraft Revolutionary Guard. <laughs> the revolution Absolutely. has begun. We will bring out the guillotine. 
This is a teenable offense for sure. He's gonna get teened. Careful, he's gonna, you're gonna get fucking he's, teened. He's gonna get teened. <laughs> Look out! You're gonna uh, get for... teened. I like that a lot. I'm actually gonna keep. I'm gonna say that a lot. <laughs> I'm a big gonna fan. get teened. Gonna get teened, boy. Better watch out. Sleep <laughs> with one eye open, bitch. You're gonna get teened. <laughs> I'm into yeah, it. so try try to get the diplomatic solution going here, and if not, guillotine this man in Minecraft. I feel like that's that's basically all the options here, you know? Yeah. Give him one. Uh, I don't even know. I don't know what he could possibly say that would like make this not weird in the future or make him not like a shitty dude. It's, it's just it's very it's very bizarre. I don't know. Try to talk to him about it. Y'all are married, like you know. I. I I think if this was like a, 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 you'd been dating this guy for a little bit, I'd just be like, get the fuck out of there. This is fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah. I, I think, I think at least have the conversation for, as much for your like closure uh, as well, you know, cause I, I like, I'd want to know what the fuck is going on here. It's, it's yeah. bizarre. Yeah, Could be wanna, COVID related. Maybe he's, maybe he's like, I don't want to kiss you because of the possible transmission of the COVID. Well, you know, that's how <laughs> COVID, COVID is, is stored in the right? asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's such an epidemic right now everyone's eating ass and it's like we're all dying out here did yeah. you see did you see that one scandinavian country had to like put out a psa like don't have orgies i saw the washington post made a made a definitive list of sex acts you should and should not do it and if i trust any publication it is the new york post i read it every okay. day Tell me all about how to fuck New York Post. Thank you. I, now I gotta see if I can look it up because they're very specific on very... Yeah, I'm, is it things because of the disease, like to avoid transmission? I feel like they yes. just be like, don't, don't do anything. Unless, you know, it's your As we all know, with. abstinence is the answer. If I've learned anything in my Christian white suburban southern upbringing is that abstinence is the answer and therefore you don't have to worry about anything else so during these weird times in quarantine just remember um leave room for jesus and you'll be safe voluntary <laughs> celibacy gang vol cell gang <laughs> we're fucking we're fucking out here uh but yeah good good broader point here too uh just to just to reiterate to the people Mio, maybe we should be thinking less about quarantines and more about more about guillotines. Yeah. <laughs> less about Q teens, more about G teens. <laughs> All right. Anything else on this? Or are we are we good to go for the Q box? I'm satisfied. Go to the Q okay, box. Okay, awesome. Uh cause surprise is the question box. Asking all the questions. Asking all them questions, why you asking all them questions, making statements, uh, who? Asking all them questions, asking all them questions, why you asking all them questions, making statements, uh, who? Ha ha! Didn't see that coming, did you? But here it is, the segment of the show where you, the listener, can send in your questions for us to read and answer on the show. Uh, if you'd like to send a question in... You know, maybe maybe you you've been quarantined from from eating the booty 
uh, and you're and you're struggling, you can uh, you can send your question in. the 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 link is in our bio on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Radio Free Tote Bag, or our website, Radio Free Tote Bag Co. Vid nineteen. <laughs> God, my <laughs> sense of humor is just a disaster right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, that. folks. The, the the cabin fever is getting to me. Um, no, but that was actually a transition because this does have to do with with COVID. Uh, so here here it be. Long COVID nineteen breakup question. RFTB boys and Sav. Yes. Putting, putting the little editor's note in there. I am 21, recently came to the conclusion that I need to end things with my partner, F20, of about three years. As difficult as these things always are, it has become more complicated. Because I had reached this conclusion right around the time that the widespread and now government mandated in my state, social distancing and shelter in place orders began. We both currently reside in the city that our college is in and currently alternate between staying at either of our apartments. All of our friends and roommates are gone or are strictly observing social distancing all of our class and work obligations have been moved online indefinitely, and her family is currently observing a quarantine due to suspected exposure to COVID-19, making it so she is unable to see them, move home, uh, see them or move home. They live close by. I know that I need to end things and want to return home for the summer slash whatever this extended break is to get some distance see friends and family, and just work through this before next school year. However, I am finding it incredibly difficult to try and end such a significant long-term relationship with a person I still love and care about during a time where she has no ability to do many of the things one usually does when they are broken up with, i.e. see and spend time with and speak to close friends and family, and fill time with other distractions such as work, school, going out, other hobbies and activities that are not possible right now. Also, I am troubled uh, by trying to do such an emotionally upsetting thing to someone during an already scary and anxiety, fear, sadness, strong emotional ridden time. This aspect is made even more difficult by the fact that I know she personally struggles with anxiety and depression, which this entire crisis has only made worse. Preach. Yeah, I feel like her entire support system right now and do not want to and do not want her to be left without a support system. I don't know how to break up with her right now, knowing how much this will hurt her and how limited her options are to deal with it uh, and how she will be largely unable to go to others for help like one normally does after a breakup. What do you guys think I should do? Should I just wait it out until she is able to see slash move in with her family again or until some sense of social normancy maybe return normalcy maybe returns? I would be comfortable with doing that as I still care for her immensely and could hold off doing it until what would be the end of the school year, early May, if I thought it was best. If you think I should end this as soon as possible, how do you recommend doing this and what can I do to ensure this is done in the best way for her? Sorry, this is long and rambly. Thanks for the advice, guys and gal. And that was, okay, it was anonymous. It's a question box. Fucking hell, that sucks. That oh, that sucks. sucks so bad. Sucks so bad. Um, <laughs> wow, that sucks so bad. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's enumerate the reasons why it sucks so bad. 
Number one, we're, it's the hellscape. We're in the hellscape. Obviously, that's bad. Number two, she can't just, like, move in with her folks like a lot of people have done during this time for the shelter-in-place order uh, because they have potential exposure. Um, also, she is horrifyingly depressed and anxious about this whole thing and is not handling things very well. So that's comedy rule of threes. It sucks yeah. real bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, love it. Um, nothing funnier. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was one... Like, I think all I can think about for him, it's like, once you get that little inception, like, once Leonardo DiCaprio, like, twists the little top in your brain about, like, a br- you want to break up, like, that doesn't stop spinning, you know? So he's going to have this little top spinning in his brain this whole entire time for an unforeseeable amount of time, depending right. on how long all this yeah. is. That's what's especially rough is like, and he's saying, you know, you'd be comfortable doing this for a bit, but like how, how fucking long is this going to go? It's going to um, feel gross no matter what. Cause it's like, a, like, I know you still care about her and everything, but also you got insected. It's like too late. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. This, the seed is planted. It's going to, it's going to make things tough. And that's like enough of an issue. You know, we've talked about how hard it is to break up somebody you're living with. But like this is like, you know, the, the fucking pro master challenge mode of, of that government, difficulty. government mandated um, living quarters and break up hard mode for sure. <laughs> I'm uh, going to be the first to say it. I think you got to tough it out. Yeah, I, no, I would agree. I I am normally of a mind. I've I've been in a situation where I knew I wanted to break up with somebody that I was living with. And I talked it over with a friend of mine and her advice was you have to tear the bandaid off. You have to do it as soon as you possibly can find someplace else to go and just get the fuck out of there. Um, And under most circumstances, I think that that's the correct answer. But in a situation where like she don't have anywhere to go, nowhere to go. And, like, you're both trapped (laughs) in this house together. I think you have to just, you got to do everything in your power to hold it together. And, I don't know, maybe start, like, a cooling process in the relationship. Like, become really emotionally distant. That'll be great for her depression. That'll. (laughs) Yeah, I think you should just ice her out. Uh, Just ice her out. (laughs) Go cold, baby. Shut it down. Baby. Get Get in the freezer. Lock it from the inside. And uh, <laughs> hunker down. Maybe you can cryo freeze yourself through this entire thing, and then once you're defrosted, oh, it'll go. all be over. Yeah. You know, pull like a Captain yeah. America. Uh, you society. Know. Society will be collapsed. You won't even have to break up with her, uh, you know, because she'll be part of just the ash and remains of this the world that was. And you can uh, begin <laughs> human, the human race anew, and you can be the new Adam. And that's kind of a, a big, I think that's a big win. I don't see a downside yeah, to that rip, at all. Rip out one of your ribs, rip up, rip out one of your ribs and carve it into a cutie pie rib GF. Well, uh, cutie and then, pie. And you're set. <laughs> now, I'm, I, Arthur, I'm with you. I, I think my usual advice, too, would be like, yeah, get get the hell out of here. But the fact that this isn't this isn't like an active, actively like, antagonistic or like abusive situation 
You know what I mean? Like if, if things yeah. were going fucking horribly, I'd be like, okay, get out of there. But yeah. the fact that you reckon you can, you can hold up with this for a bit. You still care about this person. Um, so I, I, I agree with Arthur. I think you should just try to, you know, as long as you can, uh, hold out for, for the sake of both of you too. Cause yeah. you know, obviously this breakup would be easier for you, but it's, it's also going to be fucking tough for you. Uh, you know, in this situation, um, I'd imagine that her family, you know, they're not going to be quarantined forever. Uh, so the fact that you think you could hold off till May, you know, maybe start to plant the seeds of like, Hey, like I want to, I want to move home. Um, you know, I, and I know what your situation is, uh, like, at what point do you think you could do that too? Maybe try to avoid, you know, that it's the relationship that's kind of pushing you there. Uh, you know, just stress that you're getting kind of wigged out. You, you want to be like with your whole family support system. Um, I, but I, I think that's, I think that's kind of your best bet is, is just hold out until, you know, she can comfortably get, uh, get back home or, or, or get to another place. Um, so that you just kind of got to determine that, but this is, it's, it's still going to be kind of tough to navigate. Fuck, fuck this. Yeah. Sucks. So like I, November, yeah. probably. i can't get Uh, over how like we are discussing this so casually and i just let me just take a step back right now this is fucking bonkers of a situation uh like how apocalyptic we're like yeah you know just wait out the quarantine uh (laughs) like (laughs) like that's Sweet, what I was man. saying before. It, it this like is is gonna. I'm very curious about you know that the the episodes we'll be doing in the in the future here, because this is gonna be such a consistent thing. You got to imagine, you know, th- this is happening quite a few times over, you know, around the world, where you're just kind of frozen where you were at, and if where you happen to be at was you know a not great relationship situation, that fucking sucks, you know. I, yeah, not even to get dark. All I can think about is, like, people who are in, like, abusive, like, homes, like, women who need, yeah. like, shelter and they have, they can't get out. And also right. being and forced fucking... to be with that person, like, 24 hours a day instead of, like. Well, well, all this spooky shit is in the background and there's worry yeah. about job loss and shit. Like, this is, it's, it's fucking serious shit. And, uh, yeah, fuck it, 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 it's just, it's just bad and, and, and scary. And, uh, so I don't know this, this, this situation in particular, you know, it, at least it's not that, but we do recognize the gravity of how, of how kind of difficult and, uh, um, powerless maybe this, this situation feels here. Um, I'm, I'm curious as to what, I, what factors made him come to the conclusion that he wanted to break up with her, because I think that could like, have some weight in how to handle this too. Like if it's just Mm. something where it's like, Oh, we've grown apart, you know, then I think, you know, you'll be totally fine. Just like waiting it out. But if it's like something where it, maybe there are toxic behaviors that aren't good for each other, then that might be something to be wary about. Um, Right. And, and, and maybe, you know, careful that, that things like that don't get worse. I, yeah, yeah. that's a very good point. Um, I'd say I'd definitely take that into account with, with how long you're willing to hold out here. Uh, the general sense I'm getting though, with them saying that, you know, they, they'd be comfortable with it for now though. I think, I think that's a good sign. Um, 
So yeah, but but definitely definitely start trying to look into the family situation because like I said, they're they're not going to be to- if they were exposed, they're not going to be totally quarantined forever, you know, unless all of them got it or something or I don't I don't know how any of that works out. Uh, fuck, man, what if her family like fo- what if they're fi- what if they fucking fully have it and they got to go to a hospital and stuff? Fuck. You must cling to each other until humanity is reborn anew. <laughs> I was literally, I was formulating this in my head. Yeah. I'm thinking that this could be an opportunity for you to redouble your efforts, listener. Um, mm. Like we were saying, so your reasons for breaking up definitely play a huge uh, part in whether or not you should try to tough it out or rip the Band-Aid off. Um if if you're on some Seinfeld ass shit, like she's a low talker, and so you're gonna break up with her, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're George Costanza. Yeah. If Maybe you're George Costanza, your right now. how about that? Take a hard look in the mirror, buddy. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, basically, what I'm thinking is, if, if just give it another pass, and you can still come to the same conclusion. It's it's totally possible that you that you're absolutely on the right track that you guys should break up. But I would <laughs> take another look at it and see if maybe because I've been in plenty of relationships where I was like, yeah, I think we have to break up. And in retrospect, it's because I wasn't trying at all. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've been there, too. I just had a thought. I just had a thought. And then I was like, I don't know if that makes me <laughs> sound like a sociopath or not. But let me give it a go Speak. here. I don't know. You could treat it like if like worse comes to worse, you can treat it like a like a, a mini controlled experiment like okay let me let me <laughs> let me keep a journal all right and like document how you deteriorate over the next couple weeks and like maybe um it can be found after humanity's gone by like the next generation that lived and they can be like wow this is what this is a glimpse into what it was like going through yeah. I, I can't wait for the reddit question from her I can't wait for the Reddit question from her where she's like, I found a journal with things that my boyfriend doesn't like about me and reasons why we should break up. And And estimations of my mental state. (laughs) (laughs) Alongside his own charts and graphs. Which, yeah, by the way, this is a fantastic opportunity for research. And so, uh, listener, you know, I, I got nothing but time right now. You know, collect that data. Hit me with it. I'll build you a little dashboard for it. We That's can like I'm live saying. update it so that you know you you can enter it online through a form every day and like the dashboard will maybe maybe like by every action you know it'll update I'll have like the lines going up and down like mental state horniness uh, you know <laughs> how many how many times you've watched every season of The Office like those sort of just kind of KPIs of uh, of functionality of of this relationship and your mental health <laughs> in the times of the uh, of the Corona. Um, Okay, one one little Hail Mary here you could maybe do. Ooh. Uh, if you listen back a few episodes, we discussed BigSexyPlush.com. Ah! Uh, pretty, pretty accurate, you know, true-to-life stuff they're making. A lot of customization oh. options. <laughs> maybe have yourself made in plushy form. Uh, same size and rush delivered to the place, right? And you go to bed one night. And she wakes up and turns over and there you are in plush form. And the real you's fucking Audi. You know, that'll at least buy you a few, you know, probably a few weeks before she notices. So that is that's an so option. 
That is yeah, so fucking you're a nightmarish, big, dude. You're a big dum-dum. <laughs> you're just such a big dum-dum, dum-dum idiot. And she won't even notice that a doll of you has been left in your wake. Put a voice box in there. Like, if this was me, I could record, like, you know, the, the limited repertoire of jokes and comments <laughs> that I'm always making. Uh, you know, and she, you just tap it. She's like, you know, oh, are you awake? And then I'm just like, uh, uh, burn go, bingo. Say burn go instead of saying bingo. Her seniors love little switch ups. And she's like, like, oh, okay, it's, it's him. It's, it's him. <laughs> Now I want to dive into Dono's phrases that he would say if he was like a, a fucking like Build-A-Bear. <laughs> ba- babe, how come you only talk when I pull this string anymore? Consider them boonies! <laughs> Inertia is a property of matter. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking... It's just me making cat noises is half of it. It's just picky. Dono going, hey, picky, picky. A picky. Picky. <laughs> Hi, Pick. Now, order your Dono doll today. You ha- we have a special place on our website where you can order your own Dono doll. Uh, we call them Bless, Bless Dolls. And you can buy it today <laughs> only go. for $1,200. So I would say these things are oh, like three grand, dude. Yeah, that's on the low end for this one. And I, uh, you, this Dono is definitely going to have realistic fuck sleeve. <laughs> fucking love the term fuck sleeve all right <laughs> we all right we got we got a couple more stubs here in the question okay, box okay. we want to get to these uh thank you for your question listener uh we're definitely pulling for you um here's one hey guys are are birds real see normally i'd be like haha cheeky reference but i haven't seen a bird in fucking weeks dude i'm looking <laughs> out the window right now i got nothing uh, I subscribe to the theory that the government created this pandemic to change all the batteries in all the birds. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you guys actually kind of a sad thing? Uh, so uh, I got I get a little touch of the seasonal effective, and so I was very excited for spring to come. And then spring came along with COVID, right? right. So still inside, which I probably would have been anyway, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> But like bird songs are a big part of it. And I remember the first morning during the quarantine when I woke up hearing bird songs and I fucking cried. Uh, so if I birds aren't that, real, man. that would be a real big bummer for you, huh, buddy? <laughs> if birds were real, that would be <laughs> fucked up, but they're not. So quit being an idiot. Big if true. <laughs> big if true. Um. Our- all right, this another stub, uh, a little more general, kind of related to the long one. Uh, but how do you, how do you long distance during quarantine? I wish I had more context on this one. Create a Zoom. S- same. Yeah, get a Zoom chat. Yeah, I, I imagine it's a couple. Maybe partners were in long distance. You're used to seeing each other frequently, and now like you're stuck apart, uh, or maybe somebody's stranded somewhere. You know that that sort of situation. Uh, Because I'm also, I don't know, would you define it as long distance now? Well, yeah, I don't, I think. If you were seeing each other frequently and now you flat out can't see each other, I guess that could be the case if you, uh, you know, if if somebody was exposed or something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I could I could use more details here, too. 
if it is a long a pre-existing long distance relationship, you just got to ramp up your use of the skills that you already know. Like you already know how to do Skype calls. You already know how to, you know, talk throughout the day. And uh, you already know how to build that anticipation for the next time that you see each other. So you just need to lean on the skill set that you already have. I think this just sounds like a general question. Like, hey, I'm in a relationship during this weird ass quarantine situation. Uh, What? What about it? (laughs) Like, What now? Yeah. So what's some like general LDR advice that you can give people? I used to uh when I was when I was doing a long distance uh this would apply to you know if you if you had just kind of a regular relationship situation and how you can't see each other uh but doing doing the Skype before bed and just like leaving it on so you could kind of fall asleep chatting with each other oh. uh I always I always found that helped a lot and then uh you know maybe I, I, what the, what's the name of the app or the site or whatever where you can watch Netflix together that sort of stuff Oh Netflix party You heard of that Netflix yeah, party. Yeah. It's, an, it's a Chrome extension, and all you got to do is download it, and uh, then it, your Netflix is perfectly synced, and you can each control who pauses it or fast forwards or whatever. So that's cute. Yeah. And there's a lot of chat that's box. what you'd be doing anyways. That's yeah. what you'd be doing anyways is sitting around watching Netflix. That's, you know, that's at least part of the way there. And then uh, have phone sex. Easy. Done. Yeah, lot lot of phone sex. Simple Get one of those that. remote control vibrator things. I think we discussed at some point. There's teledildonics. Isn't that the word, Arthur? Yep, teledildonics. Oh. I have I have a machine capable of teledildonics in a drawer, Whoa. not six feet from me. Whoa! <laughs> I need to. Whoa. I, I was I was at your place Wait. too. When we recorded for Christmas. I forgot yeah. to inspect the drawer that's always <laughs> referenced. <laughs> With all the supplies. Hey, I wouldn't let you. gotta check out I was... my teledigdonic. <laughs> can, I, can I tell a brief story about a butt plug I bought recently? Yes, please. Hell yeah, dude. So, so I bought a super cool prostate stimulator butt plug. And uh, I am, as you know, half goblin on my mom's side. So I used it one night. And I kind of just left it sitting on a towel in the middle of my bedroom. And I was going <laughs> to clean it in the morning, right? Uh-oh. And, uh... I went to go use the bathroom and I hear my mom say, get out of there, Murphy. And I'm like, oh, fuck. The dog went to my bedroom. (laughs) So I'm like, shit, 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 shit. But then I kind of forgot about it. And then later on in the evening, the dog went digging through the couch in the living room and produced the butt plug that he had buried (laughs) in the couch. (laughs) So I went, hey, how about you get how about you give me that little guy? (laughs) Give me that thing. And I just kind of slipped it in my back pocket and went upstairs. Uh, it's impressively smooth. It sucks no. you can't kiss your dog for a ma- uh, for a month. <laughs> no no bite marks. Thank you, Murphy. Kiss. Thank you for being gentle with my expensive butt plug. That's buried treasure right there. Hey, that's an activity you can do if you're stuck together. Just bury treasure around the house. Fun little sexy treasures. And... Um... Ooh. <laughs> Ripping I up really like the phrase "fun, sexy treasures." That's a fucking <laughs> winner. Yeah, it's like a fun. It's a fun little game where it's like, oh, found the butt plugs. Guess we're doing this right now. It's like keeping it, keeping it fresh, keeping it spicy. 
Oh yeah. Oh, you left this cum covered uh, napkin in the uh, in the in the bed under the. That's very sexy that you hid that for me. And I'm no. like, <laughs> jokes on you. I I always leave those around, but we can definitely parlay this into a new and fun game for our relationship. Collect them all. Cummy's napkin mon. <laughs> those are sold separately from the Dono doll. Um, but you, they are a really fun accessory. So yeah, it's, it's definitely part of the same, part of the same, uh, part of the same expanded universe. Maybe <laughs> do origami. You think anybody's ever done origami with like cummy paper? Because then it dries or- and it probably holds or- pretty well. Origami. Cummy gummy. Disgusting. Yeah, so, okay, basically jerk it on paper and make fucking origami with your partner. That's what you're doing during the long distance. <laughs> Nailed it! Yeah. Nailed it. All right, we got we got one more here. We got one more question. Uh, it's our favorite genre, one of our favorite genres of Reddit question. Am I <laughs> overreacting? Mm, probably not. No, 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 no. My 35-year-old husband constantly watches inappropriate shows in the living room where our only TV is while the kids, age 4 and 5, are sitting on the couch with him. These shows are typically very violent, gory, contain nudity, or have explicit language. When I confront him about it, he defends himself saying that the kids aren't paying attention because they are watching kids' shows on their tablets. I told him he is delusional to think that they don't hear what is going on he calls me over emotional and says i need to take the stick out of my ass i don't understand how he thinks this is acceptable on top of that he complains about not having any quality time to play with the kids yet will sit on the couch all day or on his computer on the days he doesn't work i don't get it i feel like i have another child not a husband TLDR husband watches inappropriate shows while kids are in the same room and doesn't give a shit. That was posted by underscore dark underscore cloud underscore. Three underscores uh, for the three air horns that this fucking man gets. Because uh, Sav called it. You were indeed not overreacting. This is this is like basic fucking shit, you know, for, like they're young. Maybe maybe you were used to, you know, them being super young where, like, it doesn't matter because they're not processing anything. Yeah, they're uh, an infant. Before, you can watch Aliens. Absolutely. Before, yeah, four and five, you can't be having shit like that. No, you can't I, like, have... That's why that's a thing. You can't have that on... You can't have two people clapping cheeks on the TV while your four-year-old <laughs> sits right there. I don't know. <laughs> like, you shouldn't have to hear that from me, Okay. I, you shouldn't. I shouldn't be the one giving you that information. That's too much cake for a child. You can't have that much cake on the television. No. No. I'm just picturing them watching a show like, I don't know what what like he's watching like Game of Thrones. It's like oh sure. We you can't Season have two. that. You can't have that shit on that TV while your four and five year olds are sitting there. Absolutely not. He's watching hentai. Yeah, <laughs> just full tentacle <laughs> hentai, Cute, bouncy anime titties. On I'm watching TV. it for the plot. Jesus, stop! <laughs> Get the stick out of your ass. Yeah, keep telling yourself that. So it's they, art. 
you are not overreacting. I, uh, I will also, I will say this though, somewhat in man's defense, I probably shouldn't be defending the man at all. But uh, <laughs> I, as a child, maybe like three or four years old, uh, my folks watched the movie Aliens, which I mentioned earlier. Uh, if you've never seen it, it's an incredibly gory film. Lots of gunfights with horrifying monsters designed by, uh, I think he's Dutch, surrealist artist H.R. Giger. H.R. Yeah. Yeah. Horrifying shit. And I saw it when I was three years old. And you know what it did to me? It just made me interested in the macabre. And, you know, while the other kids had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures, I had Aliens action figures. Right, fair. your kid can just have tentacle monster action figures. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe uh, nice. maybe it'll turn out okay. The nudity is a little questionable. I'm just yeah, I'm I'm not even concerned about the gore as much as I am about like graphic sex scenes. I mean like you, you know? fucking Americans. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean it's not like they're gonna know what that is either. But still, I don't like Actually, let's dig into this. Like, what's a movie that you watched, like, too young that kind of, like, had a lasting impact on your psyche a little bit? <laughs> the fucking Indiana Jones where the dude melts. That shit scared yeah. the fuck out of me when I was, oh my like, God. probably five or six. And I, I think that's, I just kind of caught that part. Yeah. And I was, I was spooked on that for a long fucking time. Don't open any boxes, you'll melt. <laughs> Yeah, it's so spooky, dude. I went back and looked that up recently because I was like, is that as crazy as I thought? And it totally fucking is. Yeah, it is. Fucking five. He fully melts and shit. You can see his skull. That's fucked up. I remember Silence of the Lambs as a very small child. Oh. Yeah. Because, well, what had happened is there was like a VCR in the house and it's in the living room and it's Sunday afternoon my sister wants to watch fucking Silence of the Lambs. And my dad's like, oh, I hadn't seen that yet. Fuck, fired up. You know? Fired <laughs> like, up. <laughs> I watched a movie that. about uh, cute little sheep. And they're very quiet yeah. and well-behaved. This would be perfect for my four-year-old son. The box art burned into my head. like Because it's the chick with the death's head moth over her mouth. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that like very vividly for like years back. Uh, you remember I a movie called yeah. Twister? Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw that so many times as a kid. My cousins were always fucking watching that. I remember that spooked me. It made me afraid of tornadoes. I know in retrospect, it's like a pretty shitty B movie, if I remember correctly. Uh, super <laughs> yeah. corny. But that, that shook me up a little bit as a kid. Freaked out by the tornadoes. Twister was sexually formative for a lot of people because I remember very specifically a Craigslist post where this guy lived in Kansas and he wanted to meet up with a guy and jerk off into the into a tornado with him. <laughs> so Is that like, a thing he, in the movie? Boys being boys. No, no, it's not. But like, there's there's a scene in Twister where they're like they're both in this like in like a pump house for a well. You know what I mean? And uh, doing some pumping, all right. Right. I always confuse Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton. It was one of those two. Um, they're in the fucking pump house and they use their belt to like tie themselves to this like pipe and they hold on to, is it Jodie Foster in that movie too? Are we on a Jodie Foster kick with, uh, Twister? (laughs) In Twister. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Look it up. 
I Mr. mean, just the, just the scene you're painting for me right now is very sexy. So as, It as, fucking is Jodie Foster. We're on yeah. like a really deep fucking Jodie Foster okay. vibe. Well, now I got to figure out what Jodie Foster movie I watched too young so we can <laughs> get the trifecta. <laughs> Listen, they strap each other up in, in the tornado? Or they yeah, and the then and, no, they're not fucking. But they're like just trying to like hide from the tornado. In retrospect, it's a very sexless film because there's like a romance arc kinda between the two scientists, but it's not really. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't ever fully materialize. They maybe kiss at the end. There's no like tornado fuck scene. That's whack, dude. Missed uh, opportunity. I, this isn't Jodie Foster, but it's Jodie Foster adjacent. Uh, there was a <laughs> there's an episode of X Files I watched like really young, to where I didn't even know what was really going on. All I was like, all I could think about, I think it was one, it was concerning aliens specifically, and all I could remember thinking, I was like, these motherfuckers are everywhere. Like I, like I couldn't sleep at night. <laughs> are you saying that Jillian Anderson is Jodie Foster adjacent? Because yeah, I kind of agree. Actually, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, there was one episode of X-Files where Jodie Foster voices a cursed um, tattoo that is haunting, that's killing people. So <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, is it like, oh man, I'm picturing just like a no regrets or like some horribly like formed uh, like American Eagle or some shit. And it's that's like the a, curse tattoo. It's so good. It's like a um like a cowboy pinup girl kind of vibe, but in a as a like shitty tattoo, and she's like convinces uh the guy that has it to kill people, I think. I'm still I don't remember. <laughs> that's fucking but tight. That one stuck with me. I watched that maybe a couple years ago, but it's still in my brain. It could be some, like, Lovecraft shit, too, or, like, a tattoo so corny and bad that if you look at it, you lose your mind. <laughs> it's a dolphin, but the dolphin has a tramp stamp. It's um, it's one of those tattoos where it's, like, have you seen this, where they get, a, like, a cow on their stomach, and your belly button is the cow's butthole? Oh, God. <laughs> And you see it and you just, oh, oh, God. (laughs) You gaze, you turn, look into the cow belly button butthole. You turn to, you turn to stone. You go fucking mad. (laughs) That's a good movie premise there. Let's build, let's build that one out with uh, all this free time. Absolutely. I want to play the cow tattoo. Yeah, of course that would be you. I'm <laughs> I'm I, I turned to stone in the first five minutes of the film. <laughs> then I have to solve the mystery. Yeah, and Arthur but has I, to but kill, I, Arthur, you have to kill him <laughs> to save people. No. Oh man, but I'm such a cool and clever tattoo, dude. Don't do that. <laughs> what if you just turn to stone instead? How about that? That's your defense. Like when I finally like I put on the blindfold and I've got the fucking butcher knife and we're in the basement. <laughs> Of the fucking yet. abandoned soda factory. Like, that's what. That's all I hear. Is fucking, yet, oh, come, come on, on dude. Man. Just take off the blindfold. Turn to stone, man. Come on. Come on. It's a good bit. You got to see this. <laughs> dude, you got to check this out. No, no, oh, cap, no cap, dude. You got to check out this tattoo. You're going to lose your mind. 
<laughs> I think actually, Arthur, your superpower is that you, you're the only one that's immune to it for some reason. You can look at the cow butthole belly button in the in the eyes in the butthole, and you won't turn to stone. And then it's revealed then at it the end great. that I have the same tattoo. That you have it. <laughs> <laughs> High quality. I can, that'll be, we can make like a serialized side podcast just for that. That's good. That's very good. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. So don't watch shit like that around your kid. That, that yeah. seems to be the crux of it. You're oh, yeah. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, your yeah, husband's don't. a fucking jerk, you know, kick his ass. Yeah. True. Turn him to stone. Have you thought of that? With your cow butthole tattoo. Yeah, get get one of them. Get one of those. Learn to tattoo during the quarantine. Look up Ooh. that WikiHow article. It'll be a fun side project too to kill some time. I'm actually. I've, I would give myself a stick and poke like tomorrow. That's how bored I am <laughs> right now. <laughs> I've got I've a actually, tattoo idea for you. Text me if you end up doing it. I will. I will. <laughs> I have I have committed to if I man like if I actually get the COVID during the mm. during the whole thing and I survive. I have committed to getting a tattoo of the of the virus. Oh yes, on my butt <laughs> with like with like a scroll over it that says like COVID nineteen twenty twenty. You know. That's uh, you were branded. I survived the coronavirus pandemic, and all I got was this shitty capitalist hellscape with no social safety net. And that's all on your right. That's all on your right cheek. It's and it takes up the whole real estate. Um, Yeah, yeah. I like that. I think you should get it. Some sunglasses on the virus. (laughs) Little. The anthropomorphic thing going on. I like the sunglasses on the virus idea. Yeah, it's a fun cartoon. Make it more approachable. Right. We got to rehabilitate coronavirus, folks. I mean, because we are the official sponsors. Time to (laughs) rebrand. Yeah. We we need to make this thing so approachable you could put it on a cereal box and people would still eat that cereal. (laughs) There we fucking go. Yeah, Corona Crunch. Side effects may may include uh, coughing, blood, and and fun. <laughs> That's the tagline. And it's just a little virus with sunglasses on it, and then it could be should yeah. it should it be fun like Toucan Sam, where everyone's like, "That's a cool dude," or like even better, Tony the Tiger, where it's like, "Yeah, that guy fucks for sure." Or <laughs> it's great. Or like more of a, a tricks rabbit kind of where everyone's like, or like a Lucky Charms where they're all like, "Fuck you! Don't touch my cereal, you stupid rabbit." Do you know I'm thinking I'm more like it's the Smacks Frog, just like where a chill dude. He's just an absolute bro. He's like a fucking jock, and he's here to chill and smack on some honey smacks. Yeah, I, he's I got think sunglasses, that... dude. You can trust him. He, yeah, I think. Yeah, I guess we in the Venn diagram of serial character brands, I think yeah, COVID Crunch would fall under the Honey Smacks frog. I'd have to be. <laughs> I think we are ready to roll forward with this project. That's right. 
Send in your ideas, listeners. Which which cereal mascot should we base uh, the the COVIDos on? Virusos, <laughs> uh, pandemic. I think crunch. you nailed it with COVID crunch. I think there's no there's no yeah. beating yeah. COVID crunch. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Folks, this has been Radio Free Tote Bag, much anticipated uh, uh, makeup episode. Thanks, uh, Savannah, for being with us. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad we did this. And I'm so glad I got to contribute with really good, helpful advice. Uh, and I'm really glad I had the opportunity to solve a lot of people's problems today. <laughs> we out here solving. Listener, uh, if there is a Jodie Foster movie that traumatized you, go ahead and drop the title in the question box. Uh, that's at radiofreetotebag.podient.co. Uh, right. you get the link what from else there. are you gonna do what else are you gonna fucking do you got all the time in the world send us some shit and rate us fucking five stars write us a review that's a great way to pass time during the pandemic uh wax poetic about how wonderful arthur and i are you have, you have no excuse not to hell yeah no, no excuse so what are you waiting for if that number doesn't go up, I will personally contract coronavirus and fly to your home and, and give it to you. So you better rate us five stars and you better write us a review. Yeah, or Donna will become an eco-terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> our intro song is the song. The intro song to our podcast is the song Hanging On by the band Knower. You can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. Oh, a little, little fart there. Right at the end. I made it a long time. Our outro song is the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find them at Instagram.com slash the Hayfellows or on Spotify. Three words, the Hayfellows. Look them up. Savannah, do you have any dates coming up for stand-up? <laughs> you know what sucks? You know what sucks so bad is that I literally did... Oh, fuck. Right before all oh. this happened. So, um, yeah, catch me at, uh, maybe I could do like a live stream that no one will t- tune into. Um, like these remote concerts, like all these celebrities are doing, but it'll be at, like just me in my room. <laughs> and like, we would promote that. We would absolutely promote that. And also, uh, we would appear as guests if you wanted to organize a fucking thing. Yes. I'll, we'll do like a, We'll do like a live streamed open mic and I'll do my horse meat bit. Oh, I love that's it. That's a good, I, I like this. I really yeah, like actually, this. this anybody is else, if anybody else out there, you're interested, fucking, fucking hit us up. Let's do it. Let's do it. Skype open mic. Actually, hell yeah. I'm very into it. Uh, the spookiest part about it though would, would be that, you know, there's no live audience. And so there would be just dead air after every single <laughs> joke. <laughs> The most recent episode of Jackie and Lori, they actually talk about the logistics of doing a uh, a Zoom open mic, and like you can have you can have audience, like you can have their feedback, like you can hear their laughs through the Zoom conference. Okay, well, uh, this is a so there is there is a way to do this. We can do it. We can make this happen. Actually, let's organize something. I'd like that. I'd like that very much. You know what else I like very much? What? Our listeners. And oh. I, I so much so that, in fact, <laughs> I love them. And thanks. Bye. Mwah. Mwah. I there feel it like is. If you both did it, too. I got to make a kiss noise, too. Mwah. Huh.
All right, now you got Corona. Ha! <laughs>